Dubraya Ultra, moi bratia e sistra, and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 20th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, this 20th morning. Can you guys believe it? 20? We've reached the 20s? No. <laughs> it's that unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite dropping. Yeah. I thought we left the awkwardness for last conversation. No, we did not. Well, whether it's the morning, afternoon, evening, or night, depending on when you're listening, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play, we are so glad to have you with us. I'm one of your hosts, the backlog gaming Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, the very quiet and awkward man himself, Patrick Novacell. Oi! Also, the guy who would rather watch paint dry than the Superman movie, but can make you laugh in three words or less, Arani Johantis. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, our two time, wait, three time reigning little riding champion himself, Mark Boucher. You better watch out. I've reversed the polarity of the neutron flow. And you probably don't understand anything I just said. That's totally a Doctor Who reference. But hello. Thank you for that. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We can't promise you much, but what we can is that you are in for a ride, my friends. Especially if this show is anything like last week's. Ooh, doggy. I just listened to that beautiful episode today, and I cannot wait for round two of Would You Rather to see how uncomfortable we can make Mark and how much we can make him dry heave during the episode. Now, if it's not your first time joining us, then you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome back, and sorry that we did not get into our pet peeves last week, but we will definitely have an episode in the future to talk about them. Am I right? You right. All right. Of course, our show would only be for talking heads if it wasn't for you and our community and friends, so whether you are new or an old listener, please connect with us. Uh, the GMG community and participate in the show by joining us on Discord. Throughout this episode, we will be sharing thoughts, questions from people in our community, community on Twitter and the like. Um, you can definitely join us on our Discord server. The link is in the show notes and also occasionally found on Twitter. It is one, a great place to tell or read a lot of dad jokes, such as, I ate a frozen apple, hardcore. <laughs> that dad joke was brought to you by our very own Travis Propsopsel. Pospisel? Pospisel. Thank you. I added an R in there. Sorry, Travis. He's friggin' nutcase. <laughs> Travis Propsopsel. I might not have practiced his name and I probably can't say it right. But, anyways. Travis Popsicle? Yes, Travis Popsicle. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. That's way easier. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Popsicle. Uh, also, besides a dad joke channel, we also have a haiku chat inspired by our newest member and MTTG brother, Terrajact. Uh, there you will hear classic Japanese poems such as this one, also by Travic. Travic? Goodness gracious, I can't say his name. <laughs> Jeez. Travis. Props. Popsicle. Sorry, friggin' nutcase. Uh, what's in that chew? I mean, haikus. 
I love tacos. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I mean, that's just, I can just feel, I can feel his Mexican heart. Is beating. that even a proper haiku? Like, I don't think so. Five, seven, five. Yeah, it's not, but I need to. It's all right. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide this time. It was his first haiku, so he'll get better. <laughs> Beyond that, we like to keep each other accountable in life, goals, resolutions, and chat about games, life, and entertainment. So we hope you will join us on the Discord. Uh, also, you can ask questions and give suggestions and send more dad jokes on our way, our way on Twitter at the GMG Podcast through email, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com, or even call and leave a message by phone at 929. 929- GMG guys. That's right, folks. Nine two nine one two three four five six seven. That's not the number, but it's just GMG guys. You know how to spell. Which few have done, but maybe your voice could appear on the show if you do, and you could be the first one. Wouldn't that be cool? I'm glad you remembered because I did not remember the phone number, but now I do. Yeah, I froze up. No. <laughs> call nine two nine GMG guys. You could intro the show. Ooh, How about you, that? You, Plot you, twist. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Call in 929-GMG-GUYS, and you've been offered a chance to intro to show. Intro to show. <laughs> I can't talk this morning. <laughs> Please call in so you can intro the show and take me out of my misery. Thank you very much. Uh, outside of that, I want to wish you guys a happy National Compliment Day. And to celebrate with us you guys are welcome to write us a nice little review on itunes we only need three more plus mark's review to reach 15 and then i will do something cray cray do people still say cray cray or is that Uh, i don't know but you just did i just did so if you want to find out what cray cray means yeah taking it back (laughs) see what that means you are welcome to write us a nice little review on itunes lucas i'm gonna pay you a compliment right now most days you can talk pretty well Hey, thanks, oh, man. That's, that's like a backhanded <laughs> compliment. Days. Today is not one of those days. Congratulations. 95% right. of the time. I think I should be done with talking. So you know what, Mark? Since you're so full of wonderful comments, I think you should tell us what's new with you, what's new, and whatever you want to share. Lead the way, my friend. We're ready to listen because I am done talking I, for a few minutes. I, des- I deserve that one. I know. You. I deserve that that was a solid handoff, though. <laughs> it was like, with the underhand. How you doing? Actually, my weekend, my week was kind of boring for the most part. But other than that, you know, we had uh, our new couch come in on Friday. Woohoo, with awesome. USB cables coming all over it, right? Like an octopus. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Nice. But, uh, no, it's pretty awesome. We can plug our, you know, any sort of plug or or USB cords into it and stuff. And they're reclining your seats. And so I'm enjoying it. Plus, it doesn't uh, take on a lot of dog hair, which is really nice because our old couch used to do that. Is Cisco um, a shedder? That he is. That he mm, is. I don't miss those days. I used to have a German Shepherd, and I think after a few days, our our house would start looking like an old Western, and there would be those those fur balls, <laughs> tumbleweeds, tumbleweed Tumble fur balls <laughs> going across my feet, and I'm like, I should sweep that up, and then I'd wait a little longer before I'd sweep it up. But yeah, that's rough when it gets gets to a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, thankfully, like it's not like horrible 
all the time. I mean, there are obviously certain points in the year where he sheds more. But um, so right now it's not that bad. But he does, you know, shed a lot of dog hair. So it's nice that we have a couch that can somewhat stay nice and I don't have to vacuum it or limp roll it constantly. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying the couch. It's definitely awesome. Um, so if y'all think about it, pray for my in-laws because they've been having a lot of like homeowner type problems. Um, yeah, yeah, like this past weekend, um, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they've had so many issues with it. They bought a house a few months ago and, um, at first they didn't have air conditioning and now... They don't. They didn't have heating at all, so they had to have an entirely new HVAC system put in their house. Um, and then their water heater broke. Mm. Uh, so, and I think they. I don't think they still have hot water yet, even though they just replaced it. Um, and then my my mother and father in law, their water went out because they run off a well, and and so it's just been a crazy weekend for for homeowner issues and that just reminds me how not i'm not in a hurry to buy a home yet (laughs) i'm i'm okay with renting renting a house um because i'm not a handyman so i'm okay with calling maintenance be like hey can you take care of this please i'm right there with you brother i'm the exact same way (laughs) i've done both and i love renting because i just call up the landlord and be like uh yep this is broken thank you bye i certainly get the pros of owning your own house and doing what you want to do with it and with your yard and stuff like that but just not being a handyman that's just not my thing um you know there are certain things that i can learn obviously google and youtube are my friends but there just comes a point where I don't feel qualified to do those things. So yeah, I'm I'm fully okay with having someone else handle that. Right? Yeah, I find when I do handyman stuff, my the number one law that I follow is Murphy's law, and he follows me in every country and every city that I've lived in. If something's going to go wrong, it it goes wrong when I when I'm in charge of fixing stuff. I make a better like laborer, like go grab that, go get me water, you know that kind of stuff. I have one rule before I do handy man stuff like at my house also because like I I own my own home so I always have to try and fix whatever it is first. But my number one rule is YouTube at first. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't a, consider myself a handyman at all, but there is always like the exact model of whatever it is that you need fixed. Like somebody's fixing it online with the same problem. Yeah, that's very true. Yep, for sure. But uh, and then also I have been watching. Uh, just to live up to my name as the man with Doctor Who and his brain. Um, I've been watching... Uh, Twitch has basically been streaming all of the classic Doctor Who episodes. Um, so, which... You, Whoa, you ha- what do you mean classic? So, there's a differentiator there from 1963... When the show started, oh man, I was gonna guess the '60s. I thought that I was gonna what? say that as a joke. It I, started that I early. I kid you not. Yeah, I kid you not. It started the day after the assassination of JFK. Oh my gosh! So, so yeah. they, these were like <laughs> silent, silent TV shows. Like they had subtitles and stuff. 
No, no, this was not the twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Just testing your TV knowledge, Mark. You passed. Continue. No, no, it was black and white, but there was definitely sound. Um, but uh, yeah, from 1963 until 1989, I believe, um, they they had Doctor Who running, and then it went on like an extended hiatus where they basically didn't make any Doctor Who for years and years, and then in 2005. Um, they started it up again, um, but basically made it a direct continuation of all the previous seasons of Doctor Who. So that's why they consider it, you know, one large show. Um, and also they had a TV, like a, a movie that came out in the in the mid '90s, which they consider canon. Um, but uh, yeah, so they've been showing classic Doctor Who, so from '63 mm-hmm. to '89. Um, they've been streaming all the episodes. Um, so definitely you have to be a, an extra special kind of Doctor Who fan to watch classic Doctor Who because, you know, they worked with what they had. Right. And and you can tell what they had was very limited. Like, I'm sure there are uh, there were there was actually a, um, a character. There's a there was a, a monster on the show that literally you could tell it was made of some form of bubble wrap. Hmm. Um, and it's just painfully obvious that they were on a tight budget, but they, they, they did pretty well and you kind of had to suspend some disbelief in that regard, but it's still really enjoyable. And, um, all the actors who have played the doctor, you know, have been great in their own respect. So I've been watching a lot of that lately. Um, so it's still going on right now. Um, I'm actually not sure what doctor they're on. Um, Doctor Who? Say... Maybe. What's that? <laughs> wow. Uh, no, that is wow. Doctor What is the most recent one. <laughs> I believe it's Doctor Whom. No. <laughs> Doctor uh... Whom? Doctor's a preposition? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I think I, I would have to say they're probably on the fifth Doctor at the moment. Um, so definitely, if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. If you want a good laugh, check it out, because I'm sure if you're not big into Doctor Who, you would just laugh at the production value. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it, man. Um, on the gaming front, uh, did a little blackout this weekend with Mr. Chris McCracken of Married to the Games. Nice. Been trying to trying to get him into blackout. He's been kind of iffy about it. He's not been big into that style, like. Um, he's more into like H1Z1 and, and that type of battle royale game, battle royale game, excuse me. Um, and there are just certain things about Blackout that he's kind of iffy about. And plus the, the game basically isn't in his price range yet for what he wants to pay for it. So I got to play a little bit with him and, uh, he thought it was, he thought it was fun. I could, I could tell he was having a good time, but I don't know if he'll stick with it, but, uh, but it was it was great, and then of course, on Saturday we had my little riding champion part three, um, which was you know pretty much more of the same. Still have not encountered that ghost yet. Man, I've been um, waiting for that. I think ghost. we're getting. Yeah, we're. I think we're getting close though, because I think I was on uh, the side mission eight, um, and the the mission for the ghost is mission nine. So. 
Uh, we're we're getting pretty close. So, I so think what are we'll, your predictions about the the ghost? Is it going to be like a Casper ghost, or is it going to be like a like a Pac Man ghost, or is it going to be like a the ring kind of oh, dead gosh. person? Like it's going <laughs> to grab you and try to take you to the depths of a uh, very scary place. So that would make this game just like pretty much redeem itself. <laughs> it just took an evil turn. I don't I don't think you should give it that much credit. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of the one of the characters you've already met just to palette swap. They're going to be translucent or transparent, however you want to look at it. Translucent. <laughs> it will be, be it will be evil Pamela. Yeah, it'll be like yeah. Pamela. Or maybe what it'll is, be What is the deal with that? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be your uncle. Well, apparently, who's the one that died? Was it your uncle that died? It was your uncle that died. Oh, yeah. no way. No, That's, your that would be perfect if the That's uncle what I think it's gonna just be. came back. So, as a, zombie. <laughs> as a zombie. <laughs> as a zombie ghost. As a zombie. He tries to Hold eat your game. brains, but he can't touch Mission you because he's a Mission 9, ghost. ghost. Mission 10, zombie. <laughs> it's a zombie <laughs> clear out. <laughs> so, full disclosure, um, in, in finding out what mission the ghost mission is, I, I ended up find, seeing the ghost Nope, stop. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. It. Stop and it. And that's listen, and that's all I'm saying. Nope, I don't want to listen. La la lobster hands. <laughs> well that's uh, that's literally hands. all I'm saying. Give us a hint. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to watch and find out for yourself. But I'm saying I know what the ghost is, basically. Okay. But I will not say. Is it human? I cannot say. I will is not it say your it's human horse? for sure. Is it a unicorn? <laughs> Listen, you had lobster hands not 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Why are you asking these questions? Well, he, he didn't cover his mouth. He just covered his ears, so he can't even hear himself talking right now. He's just saying yeah. stuff. I'm only He's... one of the monkeys. Okay, well, you're going to have to watch part four Yeah. to uh, answer your All questions. Right. Did, did you already say when that is? Uh, I have mentioned it briefly to, to somebody, but officially... <laughs> on, this, on this show... <laughs> I mentioned it in pretty passing. sure that's all that matters is did you mention it here? I told my grandma well, once she was excited. <laughs> she was all for it. She's like, woohoo, listen, I can't wait. Listen, my blind neighbor down the street, so excited for it. No. Um, brought to you by Twitch and Braille. Just stick your hands on the screen and you can see it. It's magical. No, but official announcement, part four, is this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on the Good Morning Guys Twitch channel. Woohoo! All right. Now, you're gonna make, you need to make a theme song for it. You know, like, like my little... My little riding <laughs> champion. All right. I like that. That's a good start. We need to develop that. Yeah. We need verses, and we need backup singers. Okay? Homework. I'll get, I'll get on that as soon as possible. Um, and last thing I want to say real quick is um, another stream I'll be doing uh, Friday night at 9 p.m. Uh, I put it out there on the Twitters. Um, basically, I'm going to stream the Anthem demo that is going to be going live on Friday. Who's uh, Wait, who's song. which country's Anthem is that? Or is that a theme song for a country? It's My Little Riding Champion theme song. <laughs> my Little Riding <laughs> My little champion. My I'm losing brain anthem. cells right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, the video game. Oh, anthem. right. Sorry. I just yeah. thought of, <laughs> thinking of the national anthem. Yes, I will. I will go live. Oh, say can you see? No. Um, no, the video game anthem. Well, your neighbor, uh, your neighbor demo. clearly can't see. So, hopefully, he'll be there. Oh, I guess you can't see. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, the video game anthem. the The demo is going live on Friday. Um, pretty excited for that. Excited to check it out. I'll be streaming it live on the GMG Twitch channel at 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Do you think that'll so, be the Destiny Killer? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Destiny's kind of in an iffy spot anyway. Um, just because, like, I feel like the popularity of that game's been going downhill anyway. Um, and then, you know, with the news of, of Bungie parting ways with Activision... Um, they kind of need to figure out the direction they want to go with that. I've just, all I've heard of that game, I mean, you, you still have the hardcore fans that are, you know, ride or die, but, um, you know, a lot of people just sort of just dropped it. They, they, they gave up on it. So, um, I mean, it might be, Anthem might be the destiny killer. Um, we'll, we'll have to see for sure. Only yeah, time really looking to forward to the demo. Just flying around like uh, like Iron Man. That's going to be yeah, so much fun. Uh, and doing it with uh, with a group of others. Um, so you're going to be playing on, on Xbox, right? Yeah, I have EA Access. Okay. So uh, I'll be able to do it that way. So is that uh, – I haven't read too much about Anthem. It hasn't been really on my radar. But I am going to check out the demo. Is that something that you can play with a whole bunch of people? Or is it like a group of only four? Like how does that work? Do you know? I'd have to look more into it. Um, I believe it is an online multiplayer game, so you can party up yep. with people. Okay. Um, as to how many you can party up with, I don't know for sure. I'll have to check into that. All right. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely a multiplayer-type game. Cool. So, but, yep, that is my week at a glance. Lucas. Hi. How was your week, sir? Hi. My My week was good. I had a very good week. It was a, a good old time with my family. It was our last week of uh, vacation. Well, their vacation. Since I work from home, who can define what, when and where my vacation is? But uh, this past week was, was pretty good time. My kids and I beat Lego the Hobbit. And uh, I told you guys last week that we were knocking on Smaug's door. And it ended quite abruptly because pretty much we played it the next day, I think. And we finished it. So apparently... Lego The Hobbit is only two out of the three movies, which I had kind of heard that. Yeah, it's not all three movies, so you don't get the Battle of the Five Armies. You actually don't even see Smog get defeated. Uh, It's literally the end of movie two where Smog says, uh, you're going to mess with me. I'm going to go to Lake Town and burn it up. And then that's how it ends. Like Bilbo says, what have we done? The dwarves say, hey, we got Erebor back, and then Smog flies off to Lake Town to oh, destroy no, it. Oh, that no, that's and ridiculous. Wow. That, is, that is where the game stops. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I mean, it was so abrupt of an end. My kids were like, that's it? Like, the credits came up, and my kids just looked at me like, uh, what? what? You mean it ends with a dragon going to destroy a city? Yeah. It doesn't even, you have no resolution. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you have no resolution whatsoever. 
So it's like the end of that book that uh, that guy was writing in the movie Elf. Like there was no last page. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like who, who paid this guy to? Surely someone came to him who's like, I want to find out. I want to find out what happened to the puppy and the what was it? The puppy and the pigeon. Tomato? I don't know. <laughs> the puppy and the tomato. Yes, I want to know what happened. The pigeon and the puppy and the tomato. What happened? Yeah, we don't know what fi- what happens. The smog just goes off. Says I'm going to destroy the city. And Bilbo's like, what happened? You know, it's just like, all right. So that was weird. That was very weird, very disappointing. You got to buy the DLC. Well, and I read later on, I read that they had said they were going to Lego or uh, not Telltale, Traveler's Tales. They said that they were going to come out with a DLC or expansion, and then it got abandoned because they didn't sell enough copies of the game or something like that. So What? No wonder it didn't sell enough because it wasn't the whole trilogy. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like an incomplete product, so that was a little disappointing. I mean, the kids, we still had fun through the playing through the process and all that, but playing through the story. So we returned back to Lego City Undercover because my kids didn't really get into it as much. Lego City Undercover, for those that haven't played, is a typical Lego game where you break stuff and you're in a city, obviously the name, Um, but it's much more open world and there's parts where you get to an area that will clearly precede the story, but then it just, it doesn't give you any direction. And, and most of the Lego games we've played, it's very linear and it kind of holds your hand. I mean, it's kid games, so it kind of just guides you in the process. And this one has not done that. So my kids have gotten pretty frustrated. Uh, they gave up on it towards the beginning and then we picked it back up again. Uh, they like it better now, but they still, they can't play for more than, 15 20 minutes because then they just get angry i think the other day i had i let them play on on their own while i made lunch or dinner and within 15 minutes uh they were screaming at each other like my son's like (laughs) my son's just like no like he will scream like he's yelling out the window for like it's crazy (laughs) he has no volume his volume is always at 11 and then my daughter is the opposite where she talks very quietly, but she's very like, she has a forked tongue. Like she can whisper like, James, you're a loser. And then she knows oh, that I'm geez. not paying attention. Dang. Like oh she'll gosh. say stuff that will get him instigated. And it's so, it's so interesting at the same time. It's so frustrating because uh, I don't have really great hearing as it is. So I have no idea what my daughter says sometimes. And then I, but I still know that she said something to my son that hurt his feelings. Because he tells us all about it very loudly. So we moved on from that. And we played some Angry Birds. I don't know how much Angry Birds players we have in the room. But um, my wife and I for the past couple of years have been playing ang- through all the Angry Birds. Like Seasons and Rio and the different getting three stars on all of them. My kids really like to play the Eagle. Uh, play the levels using the Eagle. Uh, and if you haven't played Angry Birds, there's a cheat on the mobile game that you have to pay for, I think where you can use an eagle to just automatically skip the level or destroy all the pigs. <laughs> what? Uh, what? You, yeah, so you <laughs> press a button, and it makes all the birds disappear, and it just shows a can of sardines. And then you fire that into the midst of the pigs, and a huge eagle comes down and will destroy some of the objects, but it kills all the pigs, and you automatically go to the next level. Um, but in the on the PS3, there's a trophy with getting all the golden feathers, and that means you destroyed 100% of everything on the level. So my kids and I like okay. to do that because uh, you can just play it over and over again. You can you you kind of like you win quote unquote the level. You kind of you you pass it, so it's it's a little easier than trying to destroy all the pigs and then failing the level. So my kids like that. 
Uh, also, this past Sunday, I preached in Portuguese, uh, and it Whoa. was it was good, a good challenge. But I really struggled uh, preparing for a sermon. is hard enough in English, kind of just forming the illustrations and and taking the scripture and really trying to allow it to speak to you and the Holy Spirit to kind of guide what you should say to kind of unpack God's truth, you know, for, for the people that are listening. Once you're doing that in another language, it's it's completely different. I wish it were as easy as just, you know, writing it out in English, putting it in Google Translate, and then just saying what Google Translate tells me, but that's not how language works. Like, you know, a lot of times language right. works and right. ideas and you know, a joke or a story I say in English will not make any sense in Portuguese or it just won't right. connect with the culture. So it's a so long process. So I have a process. couple questions. Ask. Do you, do you preach uh, in English <clears throat> while you're down there? Sometimes. Well, so uh, I'm just trying to think of the audience. So the audience that you're speaking to only understands Portuguese? Is that the reason why you are preaching in Portuguese? Yes, I would say 80 to 90% uh, are only Portuguese speakers. Uh, the so, rest, I would say the next 5 or 10%, they have a very basic level of English, and then the last, however math works, 5%, I don't know what percentage I'm up to, but then there's a small <laughs> percentage that they can carry on a conversation with me in English and they would understand me. So um, do you get like feedback uh, after you're done with your sermon uh, from those that, you know, like I didn't understand this part, or what did you mean by this part? You yeah. Know, like, do you get you get some of that? Um, most of it comes from my wife. She's very, uh, she's very good at giving me good feedback and how things don't translate. Yeah. And sometimes it's grammar stuff, and sometimes it's content. Um, I usually try to, besides my wife, I usually try to connect with one Brazilian before I preach the sermon and have him read over my manuscript. Because how I generally do it, I write it in English. And then I do use Google Translate to kind of give me a base, and then I read over it again, change stuff. Then I have my wife read over it and change stuff, and then I have a Brazilian look over it to make sure it it makes sense to them since they're yeah. a native, native speaker. Um, and then I just read it over and over again, and I try to find ways to memorize parts of it so that I'm not just up there reading a manuscript. Reading, like, right. Kind of like Ross and Friends when he's practicing for his presentation and he does the thing where he looks <laughs> at the note cards and then he stops and looks at people and then he looks back at the note cards. And reads it. <laughs> yeah. I try not to do that. It's really hard. My first few sermons, that's how I was. Like I would literally, I literally read all of it because I was so nervous and it was so hard to, for it to stick in my head. It's still really hard for the language to really stick. Like I can't yeah. just in English. I can just, I can kind of, you know, I can fly by the seat of my pants. I can just talk off you know, and just say the things that either the Holy Spirit or the things that come to mind, uh, it's a lot easier. Right. But in Portuguese, it's just not how it works. I have to translate it and I have to think about it. And so it was definitely a tough so one. How, but I how long are your sermons? Like 20 minutes, half hour? You know, how long are those? They're, they're usually around half an hour. Uh, I would say I could, I could preach my sermons in English probably in 20 minutes. Um, but because I'm speaking slower and I have to kind of talk around the things I would say in English and the other language in Portuguese. And so it takes me longer, but I would say 30 to 40 minutes. Their sermons here on okay. average are 45 minutes to an hour. Like they have much longer sermons than, uh, most churches in the U S. Um, okay. it's, hmm. it's kind of crazy. The, the expectations people have, and a lot of people, they actually stick with it and they pay attention through the 
45 minutes. There's been a few times where I've kind of planned a little too much and I've gone on talking for way too long. Um, but people still stick with it and they, they give feedback. And, you know, after the sermon, people will come up to me. I usually gauge how well I did speaking the language by who comes up to me and what they say when they come up to me. If like nobody comes up to me, I've had that happen a couple of times. I know that it wasn't very good. <laughs> people are like, I don't want to say anything bad. So I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to say, God bless you and move on. But usually I can gauge kind of what feedback I get and how people are, you know, if they're open, they say, hey, God spoke to me through your sermon and that kind of stuff. So cool. It was good. Sweet. But it was tough. I had like, I don't know what it was. I've only had this happen a couple times, but just leading up to it, I felt nauseous. I felt like I wanted to throw up. Like, I don't know if it was so much of the stress of what I had to say. I hadn't preached in Portuguese in a, in a, in a couple months, so I felt a little rusty and I just was very nervous. But I got through it. I survived. And uh, my my wife said that it was good and that definitely my point came across. And as they say, I got her done. So it was fun. Cool. So after preaching on Sunday, on Monday, the wife left for an overnight teacher's retreat. So the kids and I had a gaming day extravaganza. And nice. it was amazing. I'm talking, the sun came up and we were playing video games and the sun went down and I was still playing video games. It was amazing. It wasn't an extra live stream. I probably should have done some kind of extra live stream, but I'll get to streaming <laughs> later because, <laughs> yeah, I'm not there yet. But we did everything from, you know, we did some Spider-Man swinging. My kids helped me clean up the financial district and maxed out my Spider-Man as I slowly worked my way towards that platinum. Uh, my kids really like Onrush. You know, we've been mentioning this game a couple weeks now. Uh, they really like doing playing Onrush, so they helped me level up and prep for my platinum and my stream that night. Uh, I played a little. I'm playing a little game called Broken Sword on Vita. And it's a little mystery solving adventure game. I made some progress with that while the kids watch cartoons. Um, we, as I mentioned earlier, we played some Lego City Undercover, which was good. Uh, but then things kind of unraveled halfway through the day. I realized I needed to give them a nap because we played uh, a game called Wii Party. I don't know if you guys have played Mario Party. That's a more well-known party game on Wii. Uh, Pretty much it's a board game using Nintendo characters. This one is using me characters, like the little... You know, the little characters, your avatars and we... Little avatars. Yeah, the little avatars. So it's like a board game and then it has mini games with it. Well... Uh, my son is not the most graceful loser. And as I mentioned before, he has no volume level. He also has no, I guess, emotional volume level, if that makes any sense. He's either like (laughs) really happy or really sad or really mad. Like he's never just chill. Like very rarely is he chill. If he's chill, then uh, something's wrong. Um, and so we played this Wii party game, um, on the Wii and my son, he got creamed, not just by us, but by the computer. So there's only three of us, and you have to have four people to play. And I put the computer, the AI, on beginner. Well, it was, did not get the memo that it was supposed to be beginner because it was, <laughs> it was, it was destroying my kids. Like, I was able to do it because I'm an adult. So I was able to take down the AI. But my kids, they were just getting creamed. And so my son was taking a personal, like, like this computer AI had it out for him. <laughs> And so he was like, I always lose, and he would get mad. He would get fourth place all the time. And I had warned them before we played this game. I said, if you melt down, we, you don't get to pick any more games the rest of the day. 
And let me tell you, we got to the last part of the game, and he landed on a spot that let him put like all these backspace spaces on the board game. You know, in board games, when you hit a spot, it makes you go backspaces. Well, he yeah. landed on something to send it out for all of us to hit it. Well, the next two turns, he hit all of them, and hit sent him back almost to the beginning of the game. And I, I thought oh, no. he was, I thought he was going to take the <laughs> controller and just like throw it at the TV and just turn red like his hair and just go like Hulk, Red Hulk on us. Uh, and he almost did. Uh, he definitely melted down, and that definitely ended our we party time together. And so I sent them up to take naps. I was like, maybe I gave them too many cookies and too many <laughs> fun things because uh, he couldn't handle it. But after they woke back up again, we played some more games, and it was fine. Uh, it ended well. And then that night, I uh, I did some streaming. I did some Strider speedrunning, played Strider uh, for the next two and a half hours, and Patrick joined me during that part and uh, gave me some company to chat with while I did a little yeah. speedrun of Strider. I actually uh, tried to stream it the next day but didn't completely... Uh, record all of it, but I did get the platinum yesterday in Strider, so that was cool. Got the last Yay! of the collectibles, so that's the that was technically the second platinum of the year. Um, then after did the spider the spider no the Strider stream. We had our little dad jokes and gearboxes while I worked towards the onrush platinum. And Mark and Patrick joined me for that, so that was a good time. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. You can watch that on Twitch or someday on Twitter when I upload it. And then finally, I played a little Dead Nation with my buddy Patrick also, uh, and we had a lot of fun doing that. I've actually played through Dead Nation on Vita and PS3, but I love it so much, and I love the company even more that I thought, hey, man, let's play through it again. So Patrick joined me on yeah. that. And I think he liked this one, unlike Helldivers. I, I think he liked it, Dead no. Nation, so it we're going to keep going. way better than Helldivers. I had a great time with this one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So how does how does that game work? Because like I, I've seen, like, screenshots of it and it looked like kind of like a top down kind of thing yeah it's a uh, it's like isometric uh top down uh shooter and you use both thumbsticks uh, your right thumbstick is to aim and then you press r1 uh to shoot uh and you just get continue to get uh hordes of zombies coming after you um as you mow them down with your with your guns and your grenades and and so forth and it's there's like an rpg element to it as well as you go through the level there are like little little points where you can uh, uh i guess get to a truck where you can upgrade your weapons uh you can you know as far as upgrading re- your weapons meaning you can increase the firepower increase the the rate of your fire uh you can increase the ammo capacity and things like that so it's actually it's actually pretty cool um that you can continue to upgrade and buy new guns like that uh but yes yeah, it's a it's fun. We, we we originally started out on the what is it the second hardest difficulty or was it the hardest difficulty at the time? Well, it's uh, it was so there's grim easy, normal, hard. Is. Yeah, it's called it's called grim. I want to say it's the third hardest. Like there's grim, then there's morbid, and then there's one more. Uh, so uh, it's yeah. it's considered hard. So there's easy, normal, hard. Super we started hard. on hard. <laughs> And then there's another hard after that you unlock, and then there's a third one, a third hard level that's even harder. That there's no way I'm even going to touch it. But you have to play oh, all those. Well, you have to play all <laughs> well, those. When we platinum. started, you're like, "Hey, we should just trust, try it on, on on hard." I'm like, "Okay, let's 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 go ahead and try it." 
and uh, we did not get past the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we we died. Like, let's not do that again. Well, I think there we you start out on the top of a building and you have to blow up some zombies and then knock down a bridge. And we did not make it past the bridge two or three times. And then I think mm. the third or fourth time we made it past the bridge and then Patrick died and then I got a little further and then I died. So we definitely did not make it out of the tutorial. It was sad. So, well, with that, that was that was my week. Lots of gaming, good times. Uh, Ronnie, how about you, buddy? So my week, uh, I'm glad I followed up your guys' long, uh, eventful weeks because I did not do very much. Um, the one thing I did do is watch a movie. Yeah, an MCU movie? <laughs> Always watching movies. I can't wait to hear about this I went movie. to the movies, actually. Uh, uh, and I will say, I went to this uh, <laughs> newer movie theater around us. Like, you can order your food and drinks at the like at the actual chair. Your little slide around table and a little like uh, mechanical footrest. It was the nicest place I think I've ever been. Cool, nice, Cheeky. But the movie that I watched was not Superman. It was uh, the movie Glass, the new one. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, nice. Yep. Found out afterwards there's two movies before that, like kind of like leading up to it. I didn't know about yeah. those. There but are. This one was surprise, really good. Surprise. <laughs> you just really like to skip yeah. movies altogether. From the man yeah. who watched Infinity War as his first MCU movie, now he's watching <laughs> exactly. the third movie in his string of superhero back. movies by M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Yep. But anyways, uh, the movie was really, I thought it was really good. I haven't seen the other two, and I thought that movie was awesome. Like, I won't give anything away in it, but... That trio of actors, <laughs> that was a pretty, that's a pretty solid movie. Yeah, nice. Cool. It, and nobody else, I assume, has seen it. I think nope. it was recently. No, I haven't seen. It. It. I've nope. seen the yep. other two movies. I haven't seen this one yet. Gotcha, gotcha. It is, uh, it is really good. Uh, outside of that movie and the really nice movie theater, I didn't really do anything. So for so... the fifteenth time, you've skipped Superman <laughs> again. Is what you're I haven't saying. skipped it. I haven't skipped it. I haven't gotten to it yet. Did you look at it this past week as you have a copy of it from your friend? Yes, Patrick? I did. Yep, I that is actually, skipping. You I actually it. laid down some mail on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you somewhat. As long as we're in this trust circle. Yeah, I guess. You somewhat acknowledge you saw Superman, right? So technically, yeah. you saw it. Oh, I did yeah. See it. <laughs> You saw yourself put the mail on top of the movie. All right, well. Exactly right. Uh, but I will say I did go on my uh, just TV guide, and I was looking at like some of the movie channels and all the Marvel movies that were in there. Like I just recorded all of them. So the first one that recorded, though, and I just saw earlier today was Ant-Man. So I'm probably just going to go ahead and watch that since I Yeah, have. totally watch it. it has, awesome. It yeah, has humor similar to Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, so definitely that's get it. That's the one with uh, like Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right? yep. and he's very he much Paul Rudd. He's very much oh, Paul good. Rudd in that movie. Yeah, that's good. So I'm going to check that's that awesome. one out. Uh, I might watch Superman. You never know. No, I think we do know, but we're still yeah, going to ask. Don't give us every false week. hope. <laughs> I just got to watch it by the end of the year, right? You do, and so I'm going to get up to like for the fifty something time. I'm on a great pace. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're only at fifteen, so it's all good. Patrick, how about you? Well, the past week, uh, I was sick for a lot of the week. Um, when we recorded that last Wednesday, you know, it was pretty much the start of me getting sick. And um, I think it was on Thursday, I stayed home from work because I wasn't feeling well. 
and then uh yeah it was it just wasn't wasn't good i mean like i was i was i had no energy uh you know i was i was blowing my nose all day you know so congested it was just awful and uh so on friday night you know my buddy usually comes over and i'm like hey you know i i don't feel good let's just call off friday nights and you know just we'll just we'll do it another day so with me being sick you know i did i did some gaming you know one of my you know my resolution is to get these platinums and so i was looking through my back catalog of games that i have on playstation you know this is one of the things that i didn't think i would be doing uh when i'm going through my platinum chase this year was to look at old games on my in my library on my playstation uh, and so I I was looking at like, hey, you know, what games haven't I played? What games have I played and I have gotten, you know, some trophies on that's going to be easy for me to get a platinum real quick. Uh, so uh, I just started to play The Order 1886. And I played that like, I don't know, when it first came out a few years ago. And I don't remember much from it. And so I'm like, okay, let me let me relive this. Let me go through the story. Let me get these collectibles. Let me get all these trophies. And as I'm going through it and I'm getting these collectibles and I'm going through the story, I realized this story in this game sucks. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, it was here, not, folks. It, <laughs> it, was, it, it wasn't fun. It was very slow. Uh, there was almost zero music in the game, which in a lot of games uh, when you're playing um, and it, even movies, um, when you're watching movies, you know, music plays a lot uh, into yeah. into how much you enjoy something. Like when you're watching a Guardians of the Galaxy, you know that's it's 80s. They play a lot of 80s music. It really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sets up scenes and things like that. Um, this this game, you know, just there was just no no like crescendos, no like big orchestra scores or anything like that, uh, which made the game even more dull. And added to the, added to this is half the time you're in a cutscene, just watching it. You know, you're you're not playing. There was a couple times where a cutscene ends, and then you're back to your character. You walk forward like five steps, and then a cutscene happens again. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just this is boring. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just speed run this. I'm gonna get all the collectibles, and then I'm gonna be finally done with this game. So in chapter 11, there's 16 chapters. I'm in chapter 11 and I get this collectible and trophy pops. And I'm like, oh, I think I, I think I got the platinum platinum trophy trop, uh, pops. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm good. laughs> I don't even nice. want to finish this game. It's so bad. Yeah. I was so, uh, you know, like one of the things about you know i we had, we had talked about on discord was the reasons why people get platinums and you know like who cares what if if a if a, plat- a platinum is a platinum as long as you're enjoying the game and i got this platinum i was like man i did not enjoy that at all it kind of made me a little frustrated yeah. that i got that platinum just just to get a platinum so uh you know i threw i threw that down i'm like this is this is ridiculous yeah so um then on Saturday, I was feeling a little better, but not totally, totally all the way better. And my wife's cousin was getting married. So we were invited to the wedding and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the wedding. 
but I don't think I can, t I can handle the reception. Um, I don't have enough energy to do so. Uh, so I went to the wedding and the wedding was at a brewery and I am a big beer drinker when it comes to like the, um, the specialty, the home brews, the, um, all, you know, like I really like those. I like the IPAs, like the darker, the robust kind of more kind of beers. And I was really excited to go to this, to this wedding, but I'm like, man, I really need some sleep. I need to, I need to get this sickness out of me. Um, so I really wanted to stay, but I couldn't stay. Um, so I left halfway through, uh, and I came home and it was about nine 30 and I fell asleep and I slept for 11 straight hours on Saturday night, which was, look at you. which was look amazing. Um, look at you, grandpa Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> uh, but what was, what was awesome is the kids stayed over, uh, my sister's house. So I didn't have any kids when I came home. Uh, so I was able to sleep all the way through until like eight o'clock the next day. Nice. So that was nice. Um, and after that I felt, I felt pretty good, you know, like, so I felt good enough where my buddy was, uh, Chris came over and we watched the, um, watched the Patriots, uh, on Sunday night. And, uh, then we, uh, then we played some games. Uh, one of the games that we played was, uh, it was a VR game that we used the aim controller and I think it was Firestorm. No, no. Firewall. Firewall. Yeah, Firewall Zero Hour. And it was like a it was like a Rainbow Six kind of game where it's like four v four, and you the goal is to, I guess you know find where the laptop is in the in in the level and un uncover it, uh, and then that's and then you that's the end of the level. Um, and we played that for probably maybe. 30 minutes and we probably played six different times against four other players and it was the same thing over and over again where mm. we you start mm. you kill the people you yeah yeah you get you retrieve the laptop and then that's it hmm. and you know like this is one of the games that i was really looking forward to uh because it was more like a it was kind of like a call of duty rainbow six kind of game you know like you're it's first person shooter it's realistic and but there was no substance to it. It mm. was we we tried different modes. Every single mode was the same: uncover or retrieve the laptop. And each each level was like I don't know. We played like it was like two minutes. Each wow. each game was two minutes long. It was ridiculous. And then if you died, you had to wait one minute to respawn. One oh, one minute. minute, man, that's a long time and, in games. And when and when the matches last two minutes long. It is ridiculous. Huh. So it was on sale over the weekend. It was it was originally forty bucks, and then it was on sale for twenty bucks. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna play the trial, and then I'm probably gonna buy it. And after playing the trial for thirty minutes, I'm like, this is, this game is there's no substance to it. You know, it was it was pretty much a demo. The game is a demo. Mm. Um, so and the, the, over, over the weekend there was a free trial for the full game. So I was like, sweet, I'm gonna be able to. Uh, experience this and then if i like it i'm gonna buy it and after the end i'm like nope this game is is not good so i didn't end up buying that so we ended up going back to going back to our normal madden um and then on monday monday uh we were off work so i start i was playing guardians of the galaxy and that game it's a telltale game i don't know if you guys have played that before but if you haven't that 
is an amazing game. It was mm. so much fun. It hmm. it uh, you could tell in the in the game they uh, got a lot of their inspiration from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, a lot of the characters sound the same. They got actors that would sound like the Ro- Rocket Raccoon um, or Drax or Gamora. Uh, all all of them sound exactly like they were in the movies. Um, and it's so funny. They have eighties, you know, licensed music. Uh, nice. So it was, it was, it was really cool. I mean, it really set up, uh, scenes like, like it was totally the opposite of what or the order 1886 was, you know, all what really, I guess made this game even better was the music. Uh, so I really enjoyed that one. Um, that was not a, even though, I got that platinum. I finished the game. All you had to do was just finish the game. You get the platinum. And uh, even though it wasn't a hard platinum, you just go through the story, um, I really enjoyed getting that platinum versus 1886. Good, man. Sweet. Yeah. And then I'm uh Like I said, uh, I am going back to my back catalog uh, to uh, find other games that I have. I I, want to play to get platinums. So I busted out my Vita. I'm like, okay, what is on my Vita? Because I have a whole bunch of free games on this Vita that I haven't really touched. Uh, so I have like three. I downloaded three games from my uh, from my library that I have gotten from PS Plus over the over the years. That I guess the past five years, five six years, um, that uh, PS Plus has given out free games for Vita. So I downloaded three games and I have three more platinums lined up for that I'm gonna get on on the Vita. Um, so that's kind of nice. cool um, that I'm doing that. What are the, what are the games? I'm curious. Um, I downloaded Sound Shapes. Oh yeah, uh, I heard it was it was really good. Um, and as you're going through, uh, as you collect the collectibles that are on the level, uh, more music notes are added to the oh, yeah. soundtrack. So it was have music. You, so is, Lucas, you've played that one. Yeah, I have all three platinums on PS3, PS4, and Vita. Now okay, you know. Yeah, now you know. With that one, you don't have to play it three times. You only have to play it the one time. And if you have the game on PS3 or PS4, you just load that baby up, and it'll pop. Okay. Platinum. Well, if I do that, I'm not going to count it as a as, an, as another platinum that I got. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. I'll stack those. Teach their own. Um, yeah, it's pretty. But yeah, cool. that's that game is fun, and uh, one of the one of the uh, parts in the in the game, like you finish the campaign, uh, but then there's like these death mode uh that's actually where you you have to that's where you get most of your trophies is through death mode like you have to play these death mode they're tough these are tough it's like hey get 18 collectibles within 36 seconds i'm like okay that sounds good and then it's not it's not hard or it's it's not not. easy at all the only forgiving thing about it is it has a quick respawn like you die and you immediately start again like you can just go over and over and over and it's just repetition yeah you just have to yeah you don't have to wait a minute to respawn right there's no no waiting i'm calling you out firewall (laughs) (laughs) take your take your notes from sound shapes sound shapes is a really fun game it's very simple it is it's just a side-scrolling little thing where you're just like a little blob that is kind of making music by what you do so it's really fun right it's a fun little platinum so it is fun cool so yeah, I mean, like I'm able to play. I'm I get my Vita out while the kids are either watching a movie or or whatever, and um, yeah, I can I can play that. I don't have to be down in the basement, you know, tethered to my to my PlayStation. Um, and then lastly, I watched another Pixar movie. 
Mm-hmm. Over the weekend. Was it stupendous? Was it amazing? Was it incredible? It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I watched The Incredibles for the first time. I don't know when that movie came out. It had to have been some time ago. Like 1999? Uh, I finally watched it's it. Been forever ago. <laughs> 99? No, I'm what? just kidding. No way. I don't think it was 99. <laughs> I mean, it was a long time. It was. Though, like, it was a really long I'm time. I'm pretty sure yeah, so, early 2000s, but I don't remember. So, uh, yes, it was me and the fam watched that one, and Clark and Claire absolutely loved that one. Did they? Great. Uh, yeah, so we watched it. They're, they're, I, they were watching it uh, when we came down to record. Uh, they were watching it again. They loved it so much. So, yeah, it was a good one. It was it was uh, infinity plus one times better than Wally. Uh, <laughs> not easy, not 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 hard, not that hard to do. Fake news. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that is my week. And uh, this just in breaking news: it's from two thousand four. This is brought to <laughs> Whoa, you by two thousand four. Mark, Mark hot Boucher, off hot off the press. Our in-house researcher, Mark Boucher, told me. Can confirm. Cool. 2004 confirmed. When I graduated from college. Very nice. You're old. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Well, you know, guys, uh, as I mentioned before, my family vacation and summer break has ended. And today, on this very day, I waved off my kids and my wife said, have fun at work. And I went... Back to life, back to reality. Nice. That's right. <laughs> I, I practiced that in front of the mirror. All right. Uh, but you know what? We did, ha- as I mentioned before, we had a last, uh, a fantastic last week and a fantastic vacation overall. Speaking of vacation, that, of course, brings us to the top of our show today, brought to you by our community and a Twitter poll which was originally nominated by our very own Barnaby Mayor's Yenner, Barnaby Butters, VP Barnaby Butters on our Discord. He's uh, he's our workout machine. He, you just keep pumping that iron there. Uh, do it. Do it. And uh, knocking down those pounds. But we want to thank you for your contribution, man, as you originally contributed our vacation discussion. discussion. So we are talking about the best and worst vacation stories, spots, ideas, etc., so without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? All right, so as we gather our thoughts, uh, some of our listeners and community members want to share some of their own vacation uh, experiences and ideas. Uh, Chalfie the OG at that Chalfie on Twitter he had this to say my comment on vacation is this I live in beautiful Southern California so I don't need to go on a vacation when the vacation is already all around me but also I'm afeard of flying what do you guys think of that boo him <laughs> I was waiting for boo that boo. man <laughs> boo boo Chalfie I am not booing you I am with you I'm living in uh, southern Brazil, and it is very similar to Southern California. We do not have a technical winter. We have dry and hot season, and then we have uh, hot weather and slightly cooler weather. Um, so I'm with you. What did you just say? What do you mean, what did I say, just say? 
we have dry and then we have hot and then we have hot and oh then did i say cool. dry and hot like I meant, what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> i meant to say we have dry and wet i don't know words it's one o'clock in the nope it's only midnight but it's still late it's after my bedtime i'm a gremlin i can't talk after midnight yes that should be like brazil's new like slogan it's for their dry and hot promotions and it's dry and hot dry hot and dry, hot and dry. <laughs> no it's dry and wet hot and not so hot so we have similar weather to southern california florida those kind of places so i'm with you chaffee uh kufi poor kufi poor my gosh i can't talk q4p <laughs> mike bc thank you very much mike Quest for Pixels. Sorry, Mike. I'm on the struggle bus today. <laughs> Just edit me out, okay? Just pretend like I'm not talking. <laughs> uh, Mike's best vacation, he said he took his wife to Jean, Nevada, to a hotel for a few days during the Pokemon Go craze. Woohoo! Pokemon. Snap. He said, we spent the whole weekend playing Pokemon Go in the hotel and in outlying towns nearby. Getting chased out of Good Springs, Nevada by Nevada Highway Patrol was a thrill. I bet it was. <laughs> what? That sounds like there's a story there to be told. Uh, he said my worst Wait, was my only... He didn't continue his story <laughs> about that? Nope, that's all he said. Oh, no. Okay. That's it. We need more. He said his worst was his only trip ever to Disneyland at age 17. Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean were all closed for maintenance that during that time. He said, I got stuck with a group of my relatives that didn't want to go on rides at all, and I was constantly outvoted all weekend by a group of whiny 11-year-olds. That sounds, Aww. That's a, Dang. Sounds awful. Uh, Ash Michelle 86 on the Discord said, Best vacation for me. Two years ago, I went to Barcelona for a couple days, then jumped on a Disney cruise to go across the Atlantic. Free food, drink, water slides, three pools, Big cinema screen on deck playing Disney movies all day by the pool. And then we stopped at Canada and ended up in New York City. I tell you, watching the sunrise on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean was incredible. Wait a minute. She had Man, free that food amazing. and like free drinks incredible. And Yeah. Well, that's how those cruises work. I've never done a cruise, but I've heard that. So they like give an all-inclusive thing. Yeah. She did an all-inclusive thing, and she got a bunch. I was thinking she just literally jumped onto the boat. For free food and free drinks. I thought this was like just a renegade trip. Like she was a stowaway? <laughs> yeah, she just jumped on as they were leaving port. She was hiding. And then free food and free drinks the rest of the way. Yeah. She's very. In, she's a very interesting person. <laughs> Hitchhiking. Um, friggin' nutcase, Travis Popsicle had this to say. Continuing the cruise craze. He said, cruises are awesome. Next year will be my fourth time. I gained 20 pounds last time I went. The endless food is the devil. Wow. Yeah, look out. 20 pounds? Yeah. Holy smokes. A very large, no, a very small dog. Cisco, in fact, maybe is 20 pounds. Uh, worst vacation was bringing the kids on the cruise. They were also the devil. They didn't like it <laughs> and <laughs> made the entire cruise a miserable mess. Also, they got themselves grounded for two weeks. You'll have that. Tim Pollan, he said, cruising is amazing. We were on a carnival ship in the Caribbean having dinner, washing my hands in the bathroom, turned around, and Rusty Wallace was standing behind me. Cool dude. Oh, probably, sweet. Probably my favorite place to visit was Dublin. I didn't want to come home for vacation ever. All right, so before we get into this, 
with our favorites, our best vacations, our worst vacations. Uh, Ashley Michelle also wanted to give us a would you rather. We're going to just keep going with the would you rathers. Oh, into boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's definitely not chocolate poop or... <laughs> or, chocolate poop or cho- yeah or <laughs> yeah. chocolate poop or poop chocolate i don't know how that works she said would you rather have a busy vacation or a relaxing vacation pretty much would you rather have a vacation where you're doing lots of stuff or a vacation where you're just kind of lazing around but you don't really do a lot it's ready set go mm, i would like to relax on my vacations i don't want to do a thing that's why I like going to the beach for vacations, just sitting on the beach and doing nothing. My life is busy enough. I totally agree with that. I don't I don't like to have like a plan uh, at all. Like maybe like one thing to visit during the week, but other than that, I like to leave like the schedule just completely open. Yeah, if I generally I I'm a happy medium kind of person. I'd like to do a few things, but if I had to choose one or the other, it would probably be the relaxing vacation. I'm okay with just hanging around in a different locale and getting away from the normal grind of things. So, Well, I'm with you, fellers. I also like a relaxing vacation. But I will say as a parent, I have to lean now more towards the busy vacation because those kids, they, they don't have the attention span like they used to, and they're not as good at entertaining themselves. So you got to wear them out so that they sleep a long time at night, take naps and all that stuff. So as a parent, I'm going to go with keeping it busy. But for me, myself, I just like to chillax. That's what it's all about for yep. sure. All right, guys. Well, let's start. Let's start out positive and start with the best. Uh, what have been some of your best vacations? And we're just going to open it up. This is for your entire life. So from when you were a kid, teenager, college years, adult. You just tell us kind of maybe roundabouts when it happened. Give us maybe an anecdote or two, but why it's the best is what we want to hear. So who wants to start? Um, I'll start. Lead the way, Patrick. Pretty easy for me uh, is our my wife and I, our, our honeymoon. We uh, made a, a, a little Destin... Not Destin. Uh, a, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? A Destination? Vacation? destination there yeah you just have to add <laughs> yeah, the other parts yeah. of the syllables i also afterwards. can't talk tonight <laughs> uh-oh it's something's in the air uh so we went to uh casamel mexico for our honeymoon and we went to an all-inclusive uh resort you know it's, they have like restaurants um pool you know beachfront all that stuff that is included you know like drinks all day food all day um, and it was absolutely amazing, um, getting down there and really like, like I said earlier, just relaxing, you know, no plans, you know, we, we did a couple excursions. Um, we did some, uh, scuba diving, you know, uh, saw some, saw some fish. Um, we went to just like a random, you know, bar and grill that was like on the, on the beach down the road. Um, yeah, it was it was one of my favorite uh, vacations, and we still talk about, you know, the some of our inside jokes that we've had that we've had from that vacation uh, still to this day. Um, yeah, well, definitely one of my most memorable ones. Um, but the, one of the bad things about it is, I uh, I got sunburnt on, on our first day. 
because oh, I didn't geez. put Way enough. Way to start it out right. I didn't put enough. Yeah, I didn't put enough sunblock on because uh, apparently the sun is a little bit uh, hotter uh, and I guess more uh, potent. I don't know. Uh, down there. Yep. So, That's what I've heard. Yeah, I needed more sunblock. But yeah, other than that, um, it was absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, man. Vacations, pre-children, uh, the good old days when you didn't have to worry about <laughs> schedules and snacks and this and that. You could it, just kind of... Now, now, my favorite vacation of all time may change come it, one ooh, month from now. It may. When uh-huh. I, we go to De- uh, Disney World down in Florida. Yeah, that's very so, true. No, nobody... Uh, my wife, my kids, nobody has been to Disney uh, in their lives. Now, I was, I went when I was one, but, I mean, I don't remember that, you know, kind of thing. So, um, I don't count it. But, uh, but yeah, we're lo- really looking forward to it. We got our, we got our packet today. Uh, we should be getting our, uh, our wristbands here within the next week. So, it's, uh, it's coming. You know, it's like that. I think it's 20, 21 days. So, three weeks. Well, we're almost there. Nice. I'm really excited about that. Coming up fast. All right, I'll take it next. Um, so I think some of the best vacations that I went on were kind of in my college years, um, which is pretty interesting. But um, I would I would say the two Spring break. top. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Same not, that kind, not that kind of vacation. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are you talking about? I went to a Christian school. What are you talking about? Oh, oh yeah, none uh, of that crazy um, stuff. Years, right? <laughs> yeah, that's beside. Holy rollers. Um, <laughs> um but uh no, the the two best vacations probably I I've ever been on um was uh the trip back in 09 I went with my uh my parents to Hawaii. Ooh, uh, nice. I went to to Maui. Nice. Yeah, that's it's just a whole different whole different way of life down there. Um you know, it was right around Christmas time, so everybody's saying Mele Kalikimaka around there. Like, they literally nice. say that. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just a very different different atmosphere. I mean, obviously, it's an island. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's just very relaxing, and, 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 you know, all the food was great. The atmosphere is awesome. Just very relaxing. And the funny thing about that is, like a week later, a week or two later, we came back to Colorado, and it was like blizzard conditions. Oh yeah, that's so uh, shocking. Call to back deal to real with. life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great. And then um, second would probably be uh, I, I have actually been to Disney World. Uh, now, granted, I didn't get to go until I was twenty-one. Um, Better but, late than never. Um, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, but that was my college graduation gift from my parents was we got to go to the Magic Kingdom nice. um, for a day, which was awesome. Growing up, I had always wanted to go to Disney, and I finally got to experience a lot of those things like Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, all those kinds of things that you see um, in you know all the videos and commercials for the Magic Kingdom and stuff. Um, got to experience that, so it was definitely a childhood dream realized later sure. in life but it was also cool. cool that is cool my um my my favorite vacation my best one actually came just last year um i think it was actually shortly before we started doing this whole podcast uh right before we started that but it it was uh it was in destin florida i went with 
one of my buddies and a few family members. And basically we were down there for, I'd say like four to five days. And we got up every morning and we ate and we went down to the beach and then we didn't like come off of the beach basically until like it was dinner time. And then we went out to dinner, like to a bunch of really nice seafood places and stuff. Um, there were a few nights where we had a few adult beverages too many, but it was uh, definitely really uh, just a great time all around. Nice. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, was there anything else that happened down there? Yeah. There was some, yeah, some stuff. I was just going to glaze over all of it. Spring break, <laughs> woo! <laughs> totally not, wow. totally not spring break. It's like it was like the thirty-year-old version of spring break. <laughs> I was just trying um, to distract but, people. <laughs> no, we we did go down there with uh, like some family members, and there was a point where a certain family member, I won't call them out, um, decided they were going to jump over the fence into the place next door and get in their pool. Like, and this was at I don't know, maybe one or two in the morning or something like that. And One we're all watching decisions happen. We're all watching like from our balcony laughing, you know, and everything. And we didn't realize once he got over there, he was going in in the buff. Oh, so all right. De- yeah. He derobed and went in. Spring so, break. Oh, woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> we woke up and there was just a bunch of like, uh, you know, half eaten chicken wings, like laying all over the place. Like what happened here? <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, it was a really good one though. That is hilarious. Um, for me, growing up, my two major uh, vacation spots were Washington D.C. and the beach. Uh, those are my two ones. Growing, you know, I can't even tell you like what happened and which not what happened and which ones. Obviously, it's easy to tell the difference between Washington D.C. and the beach. But I went there so many times, like the beach, we usually went to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, and then D.C. is D.C., and my dad would take me and my mom, and then when my mom passed away and my dad remarried with my stepmom and stepsister, we still continue to go to D.C. and the beach uh, every year, uh, every other year. It just was random times whenever we could get away uh, during school vacations and that kind of stuff. Um, I love those vacations, but they're definitely not at the top of my list. Probably the top of my list would be, uh, the two times I've been to Europe. Um, the first time I went was when I was 16. I'm the oldest, uh, grandson for my grandmother on my mother's side. And she decided probably when I was 15 or 16, she said she was going to take all of her grandsons. Uh, I have two cousins on that side of the family. She was going to take each of us when we turned 16. And so when I turned 16, she took me to Europe and, uh, it was with a kind of a tour bus kind of group. And it was a group that ranged from the elderly to teenagers to an Asian family, uh, and a bunch of Midwestern people. And it was the, like, it was straight out of melting like, pot. yeah, it was a melting pot of a group and it was so fun. Uh, we visited Switzerland, Germany, uh, Italy. I really loved Venice uh, going there. Uh, we went to Czech Republic. Uh, Prague still remains one of the most beautiful cities that I've been to. Uh, we also went to Luxembourg, which is a, a lesser-known country, one of the smallest countries in the world. Um, overall, that, that trip was 
very special because it opened my my eyes. Like it was the first time I left the country. It was my first international trip trip, and it just opened my eyes to to history. It opened my eyes to um, just relating to other cultures and really connecting with other people. Uh, it was really cool. Um, you know, I talked about the people even on our bus and in our tour group. They were very 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 different. Um, but one of the nights that I will never forget, uh, it was the night that one of the guys, uh, one of the, I think he was a college student and he found out I was a Christian, you know, in our conversations. And he was like, you know what? I am going to get you drunk. And I said, you know what? No, you're not. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that night, spring break, uh, that night we went to a restaurant and he tried so hard to get me to drink. Um, and I'm pretty sure by the end of the night, I was the only one, I was the only one not drunk and like everybody's dancing and jumping around and I was dancing and jump around with them. Like I had just as much fun with them and I remembered the entire night. It was fantastic. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed it, but, uh, that trip was very impactful for me. Uh, the other time I went to Europe was for my honeymoon. Uh, Patrick, you mentioned your honeymoon earlier. Uh, I went to. Europe with my wife, and uh, we went to many of the same countries I went to before. We also went to France, uh, Belgium. We visited uh, my my sister-in-law in, -law in uh, Netherlands, where she lived at the time. Uh, we also went to Great Britain and um, uh, visited Buckingham Palace and Parliament and all those fun places. Uh, that trip was actually not only one of the best trips, but it was also one of the worst trips because it was the it was one of the first times that that jet lag destroyed both myself and my wife uh we got the worst jet lag and then we had so many moments so if you do any trip planning i want to recommend something that you do not plan the details like an agent you let somebody else plan uh for you when you do international trips because when you have to go between countries and you have to plan airplanes, buses, you know, transportation and everything else. It's way better if you let someone help you do that. And I learned that firsthand yeah. because uh, I did not plan things out correctly. So, for instance, one of the places we went was Rome in Italy. And we, we took our flight from uh, Great Britain and took it down all the way to Italy. And we landed in Rome at probably 10, 11 at night. And then we got the free bus to the bus station in Rome. And by the time we got there, it was like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. We were the only ones in the bus station. And everybody else apparently had a plan because when we got out of the bus, they got their bags and they all like, they just all left. And all of a sudden, my wife and I looked around and we were the only ones in the bus station. Nobody else was around. And she was like, so how are we getting, oh, no. how are we getting to our hotel? And I'm like, you know what? I think I made an assumption that there would be a little more activity here and that there would be people around us and there were not people around us. And so while we're talking, this really tall guy with slick hair and a suit with very broken English is like, hey, I can help you out. Like just in a very much like a, like this is like a dude out of the mafia or something. He was this like raising red flags. No scenario. <laughs> this is a classic, oh, no. like we shouldn't do this. And then I yeah. just looked around and I'm like, I don't, we don't really have another option. So he's like, come with me. And I'm just like, Oh, we're going to die. 
<laughs> they're gonna take our stuff they're gonna oh it's just not good so we walk around the bus station with this guy and he says my friend here is going to take you to your hotel you just give me the pass you give not the passport no give me your hotel information and he'll take you and we're like okay and so his friend was this guy in this little like honda honda i don't know like i'm trying mr bean car yeah a little mr bean car pretty much and this guy his friend of this guy spoke zero english and he just took my bags, put them in his car, and my wife got in the back seat. I got in the front seat. We got in the car, and the guy took, you know, I, of course, gave the money to the this guy in the suit with the slick hair. And, you know, everything in my head was telling me, you should not be doing this. You should not be doing this. And the same thing was happening with my wife. We talked about this later. And she thought we were, we were going to be, they're going to rob us and kill us or something. And we start driving through the streets. Now, this is, I believe this was, it was either Saturday or Sunday night. And in Rome, you know, it's a Catholic, a very heavily Catholic area. And we were driving like near the Vatican and all this stuff. And there's literally nobody on the streets is dead. Like there's nobody out, nobody walking around. It's like someone turned off the city. And I was like, there are going to be no witnesses. Like nobody's going to see what happens in the next 15 minutes or so. And he started driving around, going to our ho- hotel, supposedly. This is before, you know, GPS was a thing. I didn't have, you know, Google Maps or Waze or something to kind of show me where we were going. And he starts driving through the city, and he starts just taking these rights and lefts. Like, like to me, it was like he's trying to throw us off and, like, take us to a place, a drop-off point or uh, something where there's going to be these cars waiting. And so every turn he made, like, my heart stopped, and I was waiting to see... I don't know, just like a group of cars and something's going to happen. And it was like the most awkward 15 minutes ever. Like I couldn't talk to Mindy because I felt like he was like, maybe he knew English. And so if I give away what I'm thinking, you know, what, I don't know. Just all this stuff's going on. I just froze. Well, long story short, he dropped us off at the hotel and I felt like, like our, my lives, our lives were saved. Like we had a second chance. So these were just, two very nice guys i guess i mean i had to pay them money so they weren't totally nice and i did pay a good bit of money to get them to take us to a hotel but yeah they were just guys waiting nothing bad happened we didn't get robbed uh but it was oh goodness gracious it was definitely the only story that started like that and ended with and then he dropped us off and everything was fine i know right (laughs) i know right it felt like a horror (laughs) movie the whole time like we're gonna die we're gonna die we're gonna get robbed whatever and it didn't, that's it like didn't whitewater rafting in West Virginia on like a whole nother yeah. level. Like, it, wow. It just was in Rome. <laughs> and then go to a week later, we spent our week in Rome was amazing. But then a week later, we are trying to get back to the airport and we were late to the bus uh, that was going to take us the free bus that was going to take us to the airport. Well, we got to the, the bus station that we arrived in a week before and I didn't know actually where the bus station, like where the bus was going to stop. Like this is a huge bus station. This is Rome's main bus station. And so we get dropped off and I'm like, Mindy, do you see the bus? And she's like, no, we had like five minutes to get on the bus. It was leaving in five minutes. And so we started to walk around the building. We walked around the opposite direction. And by the time we rounded the entire bus station, oh, the no. bus was pulling off. 
And here we are with all of our bags, and the, the road is cobblestone. So I'm like rugging down this cobblestone road, pulling this 50-pound bag, <laughs> waving my arms like a crazy man, like, wait, stop, don't leave us, and all this stuff. And long and story short. haired man comes by like, I can help you. <laughs> yeah, and out of the shadows. <laughs> I can help you. Out of you. the shadows, the slick-haired man in the suit's like, hello again. <laughs> no, this time there were taxis, and I paid an exorbitant amount of money for a taxi to drive us to the airport. Uh, it was, it was one of the best, worst vacations ever. So that was my, those were my European vacations. Uh, do you guys, good times, yeah, good times hanging out in Europe. Do you guys have any honorable mentions or anyone, any vacations that you would like to give a shout out to that you enjoyed? Uh, every other year, um, we go down to Florida for a beach vacation with Mel's family like her brother, her two brothers, her parents, um, and everyone's kids. And we just stay in this, this, uh, you know, huge house that can hold, you know, like there's 15 of us and, um, we just sit on a beach and just hang by the pool. And it is fantastic. We've do, we've been doing that for, I guess maybe, uh, Claire is eight. So, I think we've been doing it for eight years. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna do another one uh, coming up uh, this June. So I, I really enjoy that one. One because it's very relaxing. You know, there's we have the ocean right next to us, and then we have our own personal pool uh, at, at the house. And uh, we, I would say, eighty percent of the time, we're just sitting by the pool. And the kids, you know, like. They're they they have been very young since we've been going down. So the beach and the wind and the and the sand really aren't for them. So we might be st- we might stay by the pool or stay by the ocean and on the beach uh, longer this year. But we've in the past we've been staying by the uh, by the pool uh, and just you know drinking margaritas and just just relaxing. Claire uh, really likes those margaritas, is, doesn't she? uh yes claire calm down drink another margarita you'll be fine (laughs) uh yeah so i look forward to that florida vacation uh yeah it's it 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 sounds crazy 15 people in one house uh but uh uh, the house we stayed in uh, a couple years ago we're gonna stay in the house again uh it is like a it's a three-story uh house um, and it does not feel cramped at all. There's like four decks, uh, including the uh, deck by the pool. Uh, so it's, it is impossible to feel cramped at all. Um, you can go into rooms, you know, there's a, it's a labyrinth in there and, uh, you could, you could actually stay in a room and not really hear anything that's going on in the rest of the house. Nice. So, uh, it is, it is very, very nice. I think the key to, so, yeah. to a bunch of people staying in a house is not necessarily, the personal space you have, but the personal relationship you have with them. So if you like them and if you know how to like yeah. kind of gauge when people need their personal space, it's not bad at all. I really enjoy, I've done that a couple times, like in the beach trips that I mentioned, we did that a lot with family uh-huh. where we would stay in a big house and it's really fun. Yeah. Everyone gets along. So it's way easier. Nice. Uh, when everyone gets along. Yep. Well, I have two real quick honorable mentions. One is my mission trip slash conversational Spanish class trip to Bolivia. It was not a quote-unquote real vacation, but I spent a month there, and there were times when we did touristic, tur- touristic things. Uh, I lived in the jungle for a week, 
I spoke Spanish most of the time with the people, the locals. Uh, I watched my first and last slaughtering of a bull uh, to get meat for the week. I trekked through the jungle for at least 16 hours on a, tra- a tractor to reach... Hold on. You you watched a bull get slaughtered? Yeah. Uh-huh. I did. Whoa. Whoa. Is that like a tourist thing to do? Uh, I don't know if it's a tourist thing to do, but when you live in the jungle, <laughs> like, you know, to get water, for instance, from the well, we had to drive uh, on a tractor for four hours and then get the water and drive four hours back to our house to take the water to the people. Uh, so I don't know if the slaughtering of the bull was very as, as much touristic as it was necessity because we needed meat to eat for the week, and they, they wanted to kind of give us the experience. So they when they went to go to the grocery store, quote-unquote, <laughs> we went to the farm, and we got to witness the slaughtering of a cow, a bull. Whoa. It was, uh, <laughs> nice. yeah. It's definitely a story. It's definitely a story that I will tell another time. But uh, it was quite the experience. Uh, the other shout out that I want to give is to uh, Poland. I went there my senior year in high school. Uh, I got kicked out of a disco bar, and I visited Auschwitz. And yeah, spring break, woo, woo, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the disco bar was spring break. Auschwitz was definitely not spring break like, but it was. Uh, I was gonna say. Let's yeah, I tried to bridge that back. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo for the disco bar. Then Auschwitz was. It was some kind of somber. It was definitely an experience. And then also I got to, uh, it, I got to experience an Eastern European summer, which has about only four hours of darkness, and combined with jet lag, that made that trip sometimes the worst. Wow. Also, so uh, it was Mm-mm. quite the vacation with my fam. Uh, so disco bar how how'd you get kicked out of there are you gonna skip over that can't just gloss over that <laughs> yeah I mean, it's what, what, what happened in this disco it's an bar? honorable mention i'm not supposed to go into the details but really all it was is you were supposed to wear pants and i wore shorts we got part way in oh i think i think you say i wasn't wearing <laughs> you're supposed to wear pants and i thought they were optional so i just went in my underoos no, we got part way in, and the the bouncer noticed that I had shorts on, and he was like, "Oh, jibla, like he was talking to uh, our Polish brother and sister, and they looked at me and they were like, "Dude, seriously, you're wearing shorts?" And I'm like, "What? I'm I'm in high school. What do I care?" They're like, "You got to wear pants <laughs> to the disco bar." I'm like, "Whoa, sorry, I didn't know. We don't have disco bars in Grafton, West Virginia. We have bars, <laughs> so." Guess what? Hey, we can wear shorts. Wild dogs out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's all it was. I didn't get in a fight with anyone or do anything crazy. Uh, no margaritas for me. Uh, but yeah. So, shout out to Poland. That was good times. Um, Tim Pollen wanted to know: Do you guys have a favorite vacation road trip food or snack, or do you even eat uh, with your family in the car? So is the question. Are we eating in the car or do you have like a favorite like uh, like snack for the road pretty much? Yeah. That's what I Oh, gather. snack for the road. Favorite okay. vacation road trip food or snack? Or do you even do you and your family even eat in the car? He asked. I think it's for road trip. You kind of have to eat, don't you? That's terrible punishment. Yeah. yeah. The answer for me is yes. And when I go on vacation, I always try to eat 
and like just drink like stuff that I wouldn't normally drink. Yeah. So like when I go on vacation, like I'm in like the worst aisle ever. I'm like, like I, I always I always have to get beef jerky. Like yes. on the road, beef jerky is like the best snack ever. Combos. And then I'll get like a a Mountain Dew or energy drink or something like yes, that. Yes, combos. Yeah, the combos are awesome. The pizza flavored ones though. I don't like the I don't like mm-hmm. the cheddar as much. I like nacho. Yep. But pizza's also good. Pizza and nacho. Patrick, tiebreaker? Uh, pizza, for sure. The cheddar is too much. Yeah, a lot, a lot of cheese. I like a little sharp uh, But cheddar. I always like to try to eat the... Sharp cheddar combos with some wine. That's a great road trip On the, on the road? <laughs> Man, you are living it up. <laughs> Let me tell you the other time I got kicked Remind out. Remind me to never Sweet. get in a car with you. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> Big woo! <laughs> But no, I always like to eat and drink stuff I've never like I, I never would normally do. So like I always get beef jerky and like an energy drink or like a Mountain Dew or something. Like you're on vacation. So. Yeah, man. I I'm yeah. all about the A and W cream soda. That's my road trip drink. Oh I yeah, love, that is good. Mm, cream soda is so good. I usually eat like uh, on the road. Usually when we're driving on road trips, they aren't they aren't short road trips. I mean, these are 10, 16 hour road trips. So. When I'm driving, I don't want to feel like gross, so I usually, you know, get either protein bars or granola bars, something that's gonna fill me up and not gonna weigh me down, kind of thing. So I usually just grab some stuff like that, and then if, Ooh, we're, if we're driving early in the go morning, go back to the combos. I'll drink a rock star. You just yeah, ruined, no, you I just don't. Ruin no, your I don't eat combos. <laughs> your pizza combo does not. No, count. I don't eat those kind of snacks. Yeah, it's, uh, all, it's 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 more of the granola healthy kind of snack. Fair enough. Yeah, Mark, how about you? Yeah, definitely, I go with the combos for sure. Um, I don't really change it up in terms of drinks. Um, it's usually some kind of soda, like usually Pepsi or something like that, or Coke. Um, you can you can but, you not uh, tell yeah. the difference Whoa. between Coke and Pepsi? I I can, I can tell the difference between. But Coke you don't and care Pepsi. about the and difference. You can drink both. Yes, I can drink both. Do you have, do you have a preference? It uh, it changes honestly. Like I'll have I'll have like long stints where I'll just only drink Coke, and then I'll have long stints where like yeah I'm feeling like Pepsi. So, but yes, I can drink both of them. Oh, okay. I'm with you, Mark. I'm the same way actually. My dad used to be a diehard Pepsi fan, and then when I came to actually when I came to Brazil, uh, they have hardly any Pepsi here. So I've I've drank so much Coke. I've drunk so much Coke. Oh, here we go with grammar again. Drink, drink, drunk. I have drink. I have drink. I have drink. Drunk. drunk. Spring break. Woo, Woo party. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have drunk so much Coke that here, way more than Pepsi. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I have to ask another real quick since Tim brought up road trips. Are you guys uh, pit stop people or do you drive until the car runs out of gas, then fill up and like coordinate everything together when you do road trips? Well, uh, I have two different times, types of road trips. When it's just me and my wife, it's we're driving through. Uh, but when I'm driving with the kids, it is pit stop after pit stop <laughs> after pit stop after pit stop. You know, because, oh, I got to pee. I'm hungry. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to stretch my legs. My legs are falling asleep. It's like, okay. So we kind of make pit stops part of the vacation. You know, like, I know that we're going to be making pit stops, so I'm not going to get, like, frustrated. 
So it's like, all right, we're going to stop at the next rest stop or we're going to stop at the next. We're going to get something to eat. We're going to get out, get out of the car. We're going to sit down at one of the fast food places, you know, and that's one of the things that kids love is going to even though it's like the same fast food that we eat when we're here. Um, they think it's awesome because we're it's a totally different place yeah. or it's a rest stop and they're running around in the grass kind of thing. So um, we kind of make it as, uh, you know, part of the vacation. Um, plus it's, 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 I kind of like it too, because I'm not just sitting driving for 10 straight hours. You know, I get a lot of breaks when I'm driving with the kids. So yeah, I have two different types. Gotcha. I'm a road warrior. So I power through even with the kids. I'm like, you're going to hold it and you're going to survive. I can't tell you how many <laughs> times my son and I have peed on the side of the road. Cause I waited too long for both of us. <laughs> Just power through, man. Power through. See, I'm the I'm the total opposite because I am like a total baby about having to hold it. If I have to go, like we got to find like the next one or two exits, or, or I am I'm just I'm gonna be crying like a little baby. Like I can't hold it. <laughs> I get to see. I, like, I get to see you behind the wheel. It's like, just the worst. In the arms of angels, you're just crying yeah, right like, next to it. <laughs> Yeah, I am the biggest baby. Like, I've been called a big baby, but, like, I cannot hold it for very long. Yeah. I refuse. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, for a while, my wife and I, we, we go, we take pit stops, but they're not, like, a crazy amount of pit stops. We try to coordinate, you know, okay, go to the bathroom, let's get something to eat, all that stuff right around the same time. Um, and we had to be really selective about the places where we stop because i have a real hard time i've gotten a lot better with it but i have a real hard time with public restrooms and especially when you're going on road trips yeah, those are the worst those right. things are nasty do as not do out. road trips in brazil just as a warning because if you think they're bad in the u.s good to know oh man <laughs> uh, you know that game exploding kittens that you play it's like it's like someone put one in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. Did you get anything in the toilet? Uh, I mean, I no. They, someone didn't. Someone definitely <laughs> didn't get anything in the toilet in some of those. But yeah. I feel you, man. That's well, so gross. It makes me think of, um, oh, is it Daddy Daycare? I can't remember. There's like this scene where the kid goes, he's talking to the guy and he goes, I missed. He's like, what do you mean you missed? I missed. And he looks into the, into the bathroom and I believe it's Eddie Murphy's character. He like looks down and looks up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's gross. Well, that leads us into the uh, last part of our conversation and talking about vacations. Duncan Rogers wants to know worst vacation ever and why? So, guys, share with us. I'm going to take it first. Okay, so I guess we, I can technically call this a, a vacation. It was a class trip, technically. Um, and it was the first time I had ever gone to Washington, D.C. Um, and and so, um, like, a, like, a vast portion of the week, my stomach was, like, on meltdown the whole time. And like, it was so embarrassing because like I had to stop our, our tour bus, 
um, to see if anybody had like Tums or something like that or, or Pepto-Bismol Were or you driving like the that. tour bus? <laughs> no. Everybody, no, but we I had to stop. ask them to stop. <laughs> I know this is spring break. Woo! But I need some Pepto-Bismol. Well, and like I needed to get out. Okay, fair basically. enough. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that kind of, and it was so embarrassing because it was my eighth grade class and, and, and having to basically, for all intents and purposes, admit that I was having a problem. That's the first um, step. Is That's highly the first embarrassing. step to getting past it. <laughs> to admit you have yeah, a problem. Yeah, it's also the first step to being very uncool, um, <laughs> and being laughed at. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was not a fun time for like the better part of the week. Um, and that was the same week where we went to one of the one of the malls in the area and I went in the bathroom and uh I went to the bathroom and there underneath like you could see underneath the the toilet in the stall there was like ripped off pages of of like porn <laughs> in the, Spring in the break bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like well that's awkward um but uh, wait you were yeah. in, wait I don't you were in eighth, that it's this like, is when you're in eighth I need grade to go to the bathroom but these th- three pages three pages ripped off i'm taking in mark not a whole not a whole book so you were in eighth grade when this happened? to the next guy <laughs> the next guy what's eighth that grade when <laughs> this happened, you said and that's yes what, so you yes, saw those and you were thinking this is awkward well no obviously that was not the only thing i was thinking <laughs> I will admit, but you know, you're like, ooh, ooh. Spring break. Well, the other thing is, like, who brings this to a freaking mall court, like food court bathroom, like mall court? really mall court? <laughs> Paul like, Blart food mall court, court in the mall. <laughs> mall judge, <laughs> judge Paul Blart. That was not what I meant at all. The food court of the mall. Like, that's where I found that crap. Um, so, yeah. What a great idea for a movie. <laughs> it really is. That sounds oh. awesome. All we gotta do is get Kevin James. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. You better write this down. Write it down, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Please. Cool. Noted. So, yeah, that, like, even though I got to see a lot of awesome things, um, like, you know, for the first time, I got to see all the stuff in the nation's capital. That, not those type of things, meaning, like, all the, all the cool monuments and things like that. Um, yeah. Um, the, the better part of that week was very miserable for me and embarrassing. So, so that, worst vacation. It happened ever. the entire week? Or is it the better part of the oh, week? Oh man, that stinks! Like we were, we were, we were there from like, like the majority of the week. I want to say like it sounds like you're saying the yeah, best like part Saturday, of the, like the better part of the week was <laughs> the better. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I understand what you mean, but it just sounds funny when you're saying like, well, it was good and bad. You're like the better part of the week was my bow issues. So for m- most okay, of you, the yes. week, <clears throat> all right. Sorry. Yeah, we good. Okay. <laughs> But yes, for the majority of the week, we were there from like Saturday to Saturday, I think. Um, and I think I didn't feel better till like, I didn't feel better till like maybe Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. 
So Man, that's the yeah. worst when you're just like you're on vacation, you're on a trip, and you just don't feel well. That's just like it's that it sucks for sure. And it's just it's one of those things that's like really embarrassing. Like we're on a trip somewhere, and we're going on tours of places, and like I gotta stop, I gotta go to the bathroom, and it's a bunch of eighth graders who are really immature. Oh yeah, and and they're mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so. <laughs> And just so we're, that, just to me. clarify for all the listeners at home, when you say bowel problems, you are basically referring to explosive diarrhea, right? <laughs> As if we had to clarify that. Just making sure before we carry on, yes. we got that under control. Yep. Yep. We got that, we got that out of our system. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, for, for me, the, uh, Did you have the diarrhea? worst vacation, so. I, no, but I was also <laughs> in eighth grade with, right. my, with my first uh, – so me and my buddy, um, uh, we went to – I think it was West Virginia. Woo! And we went up Take to Take me home, the country roads. Yeah. Just, just remember, Lucas, this is his worst. Worst I vacation. <laughs> so one of the, one of the, uh, hey. so I was with my buddy and, and his family, and we went up to the mountains, and uh, they were meeting some of their family – and it was cool, you know, like up in the mountains and seeing all the trees. And there, there was like Clydesdale horses walking around, you know, it was, it was really cool. Um, uh, so there was, um, I would say maybe halfway, a little, uh, past halfway, um, uh, in our vacation, uh, we were playing football in, you know, the backyard of this, you know, in the, in the mountains, you know, and it was, there was just like huge open area for us to play football and it was awesome so we were playing football for i don't know maybe 10 minutes and i was the receiver and i went out to go for a pass and uh i was wide open and the quarterback threw me the ball and i caught it and we had like marked off where the touchdown the out of bounds and all that stuff was so i had ran into the end zone and I had caught the ball and then everyone stopped and I'm looking back like, why is everyone stopping? And I immediately get thrown back and land on my land on my back. And I have no idea what I had just ran into because it was just like this wide open field. And everyone's like, are you okay? You know, running up to me. And I'm like, and I stand up and I'm like, yeah, what did I just run into? And they're like, you just ran into a barbed wire fence. Ouch. And so I was, I was like, what? I looked over and I was like, yeah, I, 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 you know, I had to like unfocus my eyes kind of thing to see this barbed wire fence because in this big open field, you, you can't really see it, you know? And they're like, uh, you're bleeding. And I'm like, uh, am I, you know, like, and they're like, you're brilliant from the neck. So I grabbed the right side of my neck and it's just like blood is everywhere. And I'm like, uh, okay. They're like, you need to go get that checked out. Cause it was just like blood was gushing like a lot. So, um, I went into the house and I went into the bathroom. They're like, no, 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 no. Don't look at, don't look at it. Don't look at it. And I, uh, I had opened up the, like, there was like a medicine cabinet, uh, where some gauze was and I grabbed it. And I closed the, the medicine cabinet, and it's a mirror. And I look in the mirror, and it just looked like a horror show on my on my neck. And um, so his mom looks in, and she's like, oh, my gosh, we got to take you to the doctor. 
and I, you know, they're holding this, you know, like gauze up and towels up into my neck. And I, I go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you, you need some stitches. So, uh, I get some stitches and I think I had like maybe 16 stitches in my neck. And after, after he had, after he had given me stitches, he's like, he's like, yeah, that was one millimeter away from your jugular. Uh, and yeah, so I got millimeter away from my jugular. So if I would have, and, and I was bleeding profusely and if I would even hit my jugular, like it would have been. It was over just yeah. playing football in the backyard Jeez. in good old West Virginia, West Virginia, mountain mama. But I, I, you know, I got this, I got this, <laughs> I got this huge scar on my, on my neck. And people always ask me about the scar when, you know, whenever they see it. Cause you know, they don't normally ask me when I'm at work cause I have a, I have a collar shirt on. Uh, but whenever I wear a t-shirt, people ask me about my scar, like, Hey, what's that? You know? And, uh, I continually have to tell that story, but you know, like it's, it's so memorable. It's so scary. Uh, that, but yeah, I was by far the worst vacation, uh, I've ever been on. So I got to make one comment on this story and yeah, I thought this was a bear attack story, like 85%. Me too. I thought he ran into an animal. <laughs> I like thought a bear attacked bear. him as he was running until like, he's like, everybody walked up, like, are you okay? And I was like, why would they be over there with the bear? Yeah, <laughs> I thought what you ran because into was weren't. the bear. <laughs> I thought I thought it was either that or just a huge tree. It, it was when you said that people stopped and you were the only one going. I'm like, oh no, they saw a huge bear. <laughs> yeah, so they bear. all knew there was a barbed wire fence. I Way did not. Not call it out and help a brother out. Jeez, they're just <laughs> like should have walked the field. They first. didn't say. Womp, womp. They didn't say, hey, there's a barbed wire fence. Don't go past that. <laughs> if you but run yeah. over the barbed oh wire goodness. fence, you score. <laughs> <laughs> you automatically. But yeah, win. like when I got up, like I didn't feel it. Like I was yeah. just like, because you can't, because you know when you look at something, when you look at your, you know, a cut or something, you're like, oh man, that's a bad cut, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it starts hurting again. And I couldn't see my neck, so I'm like, I don't know if it hurts or not. You know, kind <laughs> of thing. like I can't see it. <laughs> but yeah, awful. At least you can say you left your blood, sweat, and blood, and more blood, blood, uh, on the field, yeah. on the gridiron. <laughs> At least you didn't leave more. I did hold on to the ball. If that's any consolation, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I guess that's a touchdown. <laughs> Ronnie, I win. Ronnie, how about you, buddy? Uh, so I have like a kind of a like a miniature like horror story inside of a vacation that wasn't actually that bad. So there's that. We'll take it. So this is in Destin too, and <laughs> so since both my best and my worst were both in Destin, I will tell you that there was a very long period of time where we went to Destin at least once every year, sometimes twice. So I've been there quite a few times. This particular time, I was there to get married, and I will also say it was not bad because of the wedding or getting married. So the Fair whole enough. week, good to uh, know. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to. Beautiful wedding. Uh, everything that. was great. Yes. Yes. Uh, so the day before, uh, the day before our wedding, there was like some plumbing issues like going on inside of this house, and this is like a three-story beach house where there's like five or six of us staying. Like a bunch of our friends like stayed with us the week, and uh, there was like some plumbing issues going on. So it's like we called. They're like, oh, you know, we'll come out. We'll come out in the morning and like check it out. And in the morning, like we walked into the kitchen to find that 
there was water like coming out of the like lights fixtures in the kitchen like all dripping down like all over the place whoa like it was oh, just about no. to like bust through so there's like water coming down everywhere which just happened to be the day we were supposed to have our wedding and mm-hmm. uh so like we got on the phone with them like just a crazy amount of like calls going back and forth and trying to get people like to come in uh to fix this like it was just that and like the the previous week leading up to the wedding like so stressful like you guys know like like the week before it's just stressful like the the whole wedding scenario yeah. so it, oh, it made yeah. it to where i didn't enjoy that vacation as much as i should have man but uh yeah the water thing was horrible i thought okay we can't have it here this is places like there's there's water, water coming out of everything from the light land b yeah yeah, and then I'm thinking, okay, the water's running through the light fixtures. Is there going to be electrical problems? Like, it was such a nightmare <laughs> to happen that morning of. Um, but, it, yeah, it kind of it put a damper on the first week of vacation. We did uh, have just, like, a separate week after that, like, by ourselves in a different place in Destin. That was kind of like our honeymoon. So that was a really good time. Uh, but leading yeah. up to that, man, that week was uh, <laughs> it was a stressful one. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, for me... When someone says, tell me about your worst vacation, I do not have to think about it whatsoever. So I've been to Florida multiple times, but as an adult, I've been to Florida twice. Uh, The first time I went was to go, the first time I went as an adult was to go to Disney World with with my family. Uh, My wife was pregnant with my daughter, uh, Natasha. She was like four months pregnant, I think, three or four. Uh, And the only bad part about the trip was that it sometimes limited her. Cause you know, like when you go to parks and stuff, there are some rides yeah. where they'll be like, if you're pregnant, you're not allowed to ride it. She could have ridden right. some of those rides, but, but I would say that was the only bad thing that happened during the, the first trip to Florida, uh, as an adult. The second time I went to Florida as an adult though, I think two years later, a year later. Oh no, it was a year later. My daughter was a little over a year old, a year and a couple months old. And, uh, along with us were our friends, my friend from high school and his wife and their eight month old boy who had never been on a trip. I don't think any longer than a couple hours. And so we drove to Florida. It was like a 15 hour trip. Uh, I think if we went just straight to Florida, we did stop in Savannah. Um, but their son pretty much cried the entire time, like driving down. And, but that was just like warm up for what was going to happen because, (laughs) you know, for a little kid, he's eight months old. What are you going to do? It's not like you can be like, Hey, you're in trouble. You don't get a bottle. You don't get your toys. If you don't stop crying, there's just, it just comes with the, you know, it comes with the territory. So that wasn't really the part that made it tough. It it just kind of like fed into it. And so, uh, we went to Daytona beach and we went, had a, had a fine week. You know, hung out with friends, hung out with family. Uh, but when we left Daytona Beach, we decided to stop by a, an outlet mall. And we went to the outlet mall. And while we were at the outlet mall, uh, I was finished shopping first because I can probably only last about 20 minutes shopping. And then all of a sudden, like, my eyes glaze over and I'm like, I'm done. I need to go, like, I need to go somewhere else, go to a restaurant, eat some food or do something. I cannot shop more than 15, 20 minutes. I automatically get, like, mono. And... Uh, so I was done shopping, but everybody else in the group, like our friends and, and my wife and, you know, they were kind of looking around at stuff. And so I'm standing in the parking lot and I look over and I see this huge, like this huge thunderstorm coming our way. 
And it's coming in the direction where I know we're going to have to go through it in order to get home. And I, I go to the, my friends, I go to my wife, and I'm like, we got to leave. Uh, we're, we're done shopping. And they're like, are you sure we want to go one more store? And I'm like, I really think we need to leave. So we left. And we're driving down the highway, and we're heading right into this nasty lightning storm. Like we can see and hear and feel the, the lightning and thunder as it's striking near us, you know? That is scary when you can feel it like that. Oh, man. That and you know, in scary. Florida, there's no mountains. There's no trees like hiding you. You're like semi out in the open. And so we're driving down the highway, and it's not raining a whole lot. It's just more lightning and thunder. And I, and I pull to the left to pass a car, and all of a sudden, like, I feel the air change. And all of a sudden, lightning strikes in the median next to our car when I'm passing in the left lane. And I saw it in the corner of my eye, but the proof of its presence was not in actually seeing it. It was when my car immediately loses, not loses all electrical power, loses all function, and all the lights on my dashboard turn on. And Whoa. all of a sudden, I have, I have no control of my car. Oh no. And all of a sudden I'm like, guys, I need like I immediately I'm like, oh no, you guys need to pray right now while we're in the middle of the highway. Thankfully it was a straightaway, so I didn't have to do much. Uh but I was able to finally like push really hard down on the like I had to push super hard because I had no power brakes at this point. Like all the electrical systems in the car turned on and went out in the same moment. And so I was running on no power steering, no power brakes, no nothing. And so I was in the left lane passing a car, so I was in the fast lane, and I could not pass. Like, I couldn't pull over to the right side, so I had to pull over yeah. to the left sides toward the median. And we pulled over, and we, we, had, we had to wait because the car wouldn't stop. It wouldn't do anything. Now, this is, uh, I think this was August or September in Florida, so it was super hot. We had to wait about an hour for the, for the tow truck to come. Um, and we finally get it to a mechanic and unfortunately he did not take us to a dealership. He took us to like this back country, like it might as well have been a mechanic in West Virginia, uh, mechanic shop. And pretty much the guy told me that, uh, one of the parts in my car, it was like an EMP had been set off and oh. it had, it had reset the part and destroyed it. Like it's like an EMP struck it and it made it explode. And so I had to. I had to get a new part for it, but the part was not available at this little mechanic shop, and I had to wait three days for the part. <laughs> three days? Oh my gosh. <laughs> three days for the part from this little mechanic shop. And not only that, uh, actually, after I waited two days, and I finally, we sent my friends and my wife and daughter off, like they left me, I like said, you guys got to go, because we were just... Nothing, you know, we didn't have insurance to really cover our stay there for them and for anybody. So I sent them off. I had to wait a whole nother day, but I actually didn't get it fixed in this shop because even though they were able to get the part, they weren't able to fix it. And this was after being there for two days. And I'm like, seriously? You guys so just waited like towed. a hotel? Yeah, we just waited at a hotel. And, uh, you know, it was in, an, I think, I'm trying to remember where in Florida it was. I can't remember the name's. The name of the city's, uh, I'm blanking on it, uh, but it was a city we hadn't visited. So we actually, the first day it was like, oh, look, a new city. Let's hang out. This is like a blessing in disguise, blah, blah, blah. And then the second day it was like, okay, we've done everything we can do. We really want to go home. 
And then later that day, I was like, just get a rental and you guys drive home. So they drove home and uh, I waited another day after uh, we had to get the car towed to the actual dealership for the car, get the, get the thing fixed. And then I drove straight home, like from Florida to West Virginia, 14 hours. I stopped one time to fill up my gas tank and that was it. I drove straight home. Uh, and that Gosh. was my worst vacation getting is, my car pretty much getting struck by lightning without it actually getting struck by lightning. That's worse than the bear attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would have been way better if I was like, and I was driving and a bear just came <laughs> up and picked up my car and threw it. Bear broke into the mechanic shop. Yeah. And attacked me. <laughs> uh, so we've talked about just about all of our best and worst vacations, but we have one more question from Travis Popsicle, friggin' nutcase. Just a random <laughs> question about vacations that we're going to answer real quick. You each have to pick a funny vacation spot for the host to your right. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, just pick someone and, uh, and why you chose that choice of vacation spot for them. Let the fun begin. So I'm going to start because I saw this question first and I immediately thought of a vacation spot for my buddy, Ronnie Johantis. Ronnie, your vacation spot is Cleveland. And do you know why it's Cleveland? Something to do with Superman? It's the birthplace of <laughs> Superman, my friend. <laughs> so yes. you're going to Cleveland because if anyone, if any city can inspire you to watch Superman, it's the birthplace of Superman, Cleveland, Ohio. So, Mark. <laughs> Mark, your vacation spot is Gotham. Gosh. I love it and I hate it at the same time. <laughs> In your imagination. And you know when you're going. Yes. Spring break. Woo! Woo! <laughs> spring break. Don't bring my parents. <laughs> wow. Um, so I guess... Mark, you can choose Patrick or myself. Lucas, I'm going to choose the exact spot in Florida where your car got struck by lightning. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's yeah. so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Mark. Good thing, lightning, good thing lightning doesn't strike twice, even though that's a myth. Hey. Um, uh, I guess choosing a vacation spot... Um, I'm going to send you to to Maine just because <laughs> just because I've been there. I like just because I like Maine. I went there once. All right, I got a good I got a good spot too here for Patrick. I am going right. to send him back to West Virginia. Yeah. Where he was attacked by the bear so we that we can hunt him down. <laughs> hunt down that bear. Wrap him in barbed wire. Wrap me or the bear? No, the bear. Why would we wrap you? You already got wrapped in the barbed wire. That You're never going to go back a third time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, in terms of vacation spots, destinations, best and the worst, I think that's all we have for today. Do we have any last minute uh, inspirational thoughts? Mark, I bet you got some good vacation music for us. Please tell me you got uh, 500 miles by Journey. No. Who sings the? It's 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 the proclaimers. The proclaimers. Thank you, because that's that's the that's Marshall's road trip music, and 
How I Met Your Mother. When I wake up. Well, I know well, I I'm going to be. Gonna I'm going to be the man who wakes <laughs> up next to you. Well, I'm going to have to add that. That was not on my yeah, list. Yeah, add I it. Can, I, can add, I can add that. Um, so the three songs that I initially picked um, were uh, the Go-Go's Vacation. You know, vacation's all I ever wanted. Um, oh, is that what they say? Then, vacation? Man, I'm yes. terrible with lyrics. I thought it was just like, <laughs> I never even knew what they said. Vacation. Okay, cool. Bloody, bloody, all I ever wanted. Yeah. Bloody, um, bloody. And then uh, Weezer's Island in the Sun, for sure. Cool. And uh, yeah, and then uh, Lindsey Buckingham's Holiday Road, which you might not be familiar with that song, but they use it in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yes. Nice. That's a good one. Um, yeah, and so um, some honorable mentions that I'm going to end up adding to the playlist are, um, of course, 500 Miles. I'm going to be from the Proclaimers now. Um, and also, um, you can't really go wrong with any Beach Boys tune, um, but I'm going to specifically pick Good Vibrations from from the Beach nice. Boys. Nice. Cool. Well, okay, bye. Shout out to last week's show, <laughs> Awkwardness. <laughs> Guys, that's all. That's all I got to say about yeah, that. That's all I got to say. That's all we have for this good morning. Remember to connect with us on those social medias or find us in person. Maybe we'll give you a hug or a high five. Especially, I will, especially if you track me down in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we talk about the age-old question and situation. If you had three wishes, what would they be and why? Alrighty then, my podcasting brothers, Patrick, Marcus, Ronnie J, and you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Bootsie Darova e Mich. One, two, three, four. I totally missed my opportunity, Lucas, when you were telling your story. You said they took us to this little mechanic shop and they couldn't get the part and we had to stay for three days. And I was like, I should have said, you had to stay in the mechanic shop for three days? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you, you never mentioned any hotel. You just went right through and I was like, oh, you yeah. cannot leave that, until the part gets on the floor sense. in there. That makes sense why you were like, did you stay in a hotel? And I'm like, well, yeah, we stayed in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to let my daughter and wife stay in a mechanic shop. Now, I will tell you, the part that I didn't It was mention, a luxurious mechanic shop. I'm pretty sure I saw I Patrick laughing when I asked about the hotel. <laughs> he knew what I was, I was like. thinking. It. <laughs>